Now listen, I don't want any more bullshit. bullshit. What the fuck is up, peeps? It's your man, Harkon Ajala, a.k.a. the bad boy genius at your motherfucking service. And you know what? Carson Wentz is in the fold. The biggest domino has fallen. Now we're about to head into free agency in the draft, and it's about to go the fuck down. So, today we're going to move on. We're going to discuss the next critical question as we look forward to the 2021 season for the Colts. And this one comes as a special request from one of my diehard day one ride or die supporters, Big Daddy motherfucking Mr. Blake Neal. Blake sent us a really nice donation. Appreciate that personally. So because of that, we're going to use today's podcast to answer Blake's personal question, which was, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, Blake, but I know you won't really mind that. Which of these 2021 free agent motherfuckers should the Colts keep? And which one should they bounce the fuck out the door? All right. So I'm going to break that shit down like a fraction raw and uncut as always. So let me, my friend, my listener, my viewer, welcome you back. Or if it's your first time here, welcome you to the world's famous one and only official and now number one uncensored Colts podcast on the planet, the bullshit free Colts podcast, the only place on planet earth where you can hear everything worth talking about when it comes to the Colts. But here, baby, you hear it with no coach speak, no PR spin, no political correctness, and most importantly, no motherfucking bullshit. Again, I'm your host, Harkon Ajala, and we're about to break down these free agents, and we're about to get surgical with this shit, baby, just like Denzel and Training Day. You know, I'm surgical with this bitch, Jake. Before we do that, though, as always, I want to ask you to take your player-ass index finger and smash that like button below because it will help the YouTube algorithm to spread this video to more raw, real, true blue and diehard Colts fans like yourself. And since there's no other podcast like this on the planet, it is our duty, my friend, to spread the good news. So, again, make sure you smash that like button. Share this video with somebody who would enjoy it. Subscribe to the page. And as always, look, we ain't going to get no ad money from this thing, all right? So there are three ways you can donate right below. Take a second if you enjoy what we're doing and send your boy a small donation. It could be $20, $10, $15, 5 even $1 will help us to bring more of the content that you motherfuckers tell me you want. You with me? So I appreciate it personally. Thank every one of you. Shout out to all my loyal listeners, followers, viewers, and fellow members of the Bullshit Free Gang. Now we got all that out of the way. Shout out to my man, Blake Neal. Thank you. And this is for you, sir. Let's chop it the fuck up. All right. Let's talk about the Colts free agents and which ones they should bring back in 2021. This is always one of the most important choices and decisions you have to make because as the great Bill Polian said, the most important free agent decisions are your own free agents. So some of these guys, a good portion of these guys are guys who are in the middle or the bottom end of the roster, which doesn't mean that they're not important guys. But for the most part, those are guys that if the Colts decide to bring them back, they can. Um, if they don't, it's just a matter of the Colts either finding somebody of comparable talent that's cheaper 
or somebody who gives them a little bit more, but costs about the same. The point is, though, the it's the first third of your roster, the top third of your roster that makes the most uh, impact and has the most effect on whether or not you win games, move into the playoffs, advance through the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl. You with me? So those top 10, 15 guys who are free agents are the ones that are I'm going to spend the most time on, and you know who they are. So I'll just go through the list. Uh, the free agents the Colts have this year are Ryan Allen, Mo Ali Cox, Zach Paschal, Ashton Doolin, George Odom, Al Kadeen Muhammad, Anthony Walker Jr., Marlon Mack, Tremont Smith, Taylor Stallworth, Joey Hunt, Jazz Green, Trey Burton, Travis Carey, Tavon Wilson, LaRaven Clark, oh boy, Xavier Rhodes, Malik Hooker, Danico Autry, Justin Houston, T.Y. Hilton, Jacoby Brissett. All right, so let's start there. Um, Mo Cox. Here's a guy with a lot of potential um, and fits in really well in the tight end room. I think Mo Cox could become a big-time weapon, uh, especially when you bring in Carson Wentz. Uh, he only costs you a half million dollars. I would not be surprised to see them bring him back, but understand that they might be looking at a at a, at a more impact tight end uh, to bring in here. Maybe Zach Ertz or Hunter Henry, one of these guys. Maybe somebody in the draft. I don't think they're going to part ways with Jack Doyle. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they're not. So Mo Alley could be a guy on the way out, but I would say bring Mo Alley back at a decent price unless you have somebody else who you know you're bringing in that's much better. Zach Paschal. Um, I think absolutely they need to bring Zach back. Zach is one of these guys. They call them glue guys. Um, Zach is a very good player, um, but his worth to the Colts, I think, goes beyond him what he does in any one area. He's a great all-around receiver and player. Um, he's, he seems to be that guy that's there when you really need him really makes massive, big plays in the clutch, in the clutch. That's the thing that stands out about Zach Paschal. He's a restricted free agent. So, you know, he only made a half million dollars per year only, right? (laughs) In, in NFL terms, that's not a lot of money. I think absolutely. He's only 27 years old. He's a great member of the wide receiver core. I think you absolutely bring back Zach Paschal. Um, Ashton Doolin, uh, I think they will bring him back, um, but I don't know if he's absolutely necessary. Uh, But I think he's been a good member of the team. So unless there's somebody that they need, they need that roster spot for, um, I would expect Ashton Doolin back. Uh, George Odom, I think, absolutely will come back. And should come back. Um, a lot of people, I think, undervalue George Odom, but he's an outstanding special teams player and a very good backup safety. Remember, you can have injuries at any time. And if one of those safety guys goes up down, George Odom is a really strong uh, backup. So I think he will absolutely come back. Again, he's a restricted free agent, so expect him back. Now, al Kadeen Muhammad. This is a big one, and the reason I think it's a big one is because I don't know what's going to happen with Justin Houston and Danico Autry. 
Al-Qadeen Muhammad has actually been a very uh, capable player. He's actually made some plays, has flashed quite a bit. He's cheap. Uh, I think you should expect to see Al-Qadeen Muhammad back, and I think you're going to see them try to resign him because one thing's for certain, maybe they bring back Justin Houston or Danico Autry, but almost certainly they're not bringing them both back. We know Chris Ballard highly values depth on that defensive line. He likes eight guys who can bring pressure and stop the run. He likes to be eight deep so he can rotate them in, keep them fresh. So I think they should bring back Al-Qadim Muhammad. Um, Anthony Walker Jr. Here's going to be one of the tougher ones. Uh, I love Anthony Walker Jr. and the way he plays, and the Colts do as well. But I think he's one of these guys um, who's going to command much more money on the open market. So I think he's going to get an offer to make more money and to be a starter, full-time starter on the open market. And I think based on the situation the Colts have, uh, I don't think they will bring him back. Um, I think they should bring him back if it's just not a problem. But the thing is, I think that they have got they they've got guys, and they may even draft other linebackers that they can fill in that position. That is um, a position where Anthony's been a rock, but I think they will feel like they can fill in that position, maybe with EJ Speed or one of these guys, or another guy they may draft or even bring in as a free agent for less money. I think you know Anthony's made six hundred sixty-six thousand dollars last year. My guess is. He's going to command more than that on the free agent market. So um, I don't think they're going to bring Anthony Walker back. Uh, Marlon Mack, this is another really tough one. Man, this is a tough one. At the begin- Towards the beginning of this past season, I really, really wanted to see them bring Marlon Mack back. Um, I still would like to see them bring him back. I really would because I think Marlon Mack and you know, Marlon Mack and <laughs> I mean, just imagine Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor as a one, two punch. When one goes out, the other one comes in. Here's the thing though. Ah, this hurts. I hurt. This hurts to say because Marlon Mack, when he's healthy is a impact player. He's a thousand yard, uh, season running back. He's a starter. He's an impact starter. He's a playmaker. He is a guy who can make game-breaking plays. The problem is, ah, I don't think they're going to bring him back. And and here's why. I don't think they're going to be able to bring him back because, like I said, he's a guy who should be starting somewhere. You bring him back here, you got to start Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, based on what we saw last year, um, his ability, his performance, the way he turned it on in the second part of the season. He's a special player. He is a, a home run hitter, a game breaker. Uh, and what he has, so, I mean, he's got to be your starter. He's got to be your starter. You're kind of bellwether back there. And what he has over Marlon in particular is that he's younger, four or five years younger, right? Um, has less wear and tear on him and appears to be more durable. And that's a huge, huge thing. Not to mention he's going to cost less. So I would love to see them bring Marlon Mack back. If if Marlon 
you know, is willing to take a one-year prove-it deal or, or a, a, you know, he's not able to find what he's looking for on the open market and he's willing to come back, you know, at a, at a reasonable amount, I would love to see Marlon back, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. And, and the reason why is because, honestly, trust me, other teams out there are watching his, te- his tape just like we are. They, they're going to watch his tape. There are going to be plenty of teams that would love to have a, a back like Marlon Mack in their, on their team and in their backfield um, if, if they can get him at a cheap price and places where he can start too. So I'd love to see Marlon Mack back. I think they should bring him back if they can get him on a cheap deal, but I don't think that you, you can't make him the starter. And he deserves to be a starter. So I don't think that he'll be back. Um, Tremont Smith as a cornerback, maybe. Uh, he's a restricted free agent. We'll see. Um, Taylor Stallworth, I think he's been a, a solid guy, restricted free agent, um, backup guy, down on the, uh, you know, back into the roster. So maybe, I mean, if it doesn't hurt the team. But I, I think those two guys are negligible, not as players, but in terms of the roster of the Colts. Same thing with the center, Joey Hunt. Chaz Green, the tackle. Ah, uh, boy, he didn't look good at all. I, my guess is they're going to find somebody that it, that'll that be a stronger backup. Trey Burton. I was disappointed with Trey Burton last season. Uh, I didn't feel like he made an impact when he was in there. I feel like he dropped too many balls. Um, he didn't flash as really special in terms of on the field. Now, maybe he will somewhere else. Um, maybe he will with a different quarterback, maybe he needs, I don't know, but just based on the fact that I think there are going to be some other options out there at tight end, maybe in the draft or even on the free agent market, I think Zach Ertz might be in the picture, possible. Uh, I doubt that they will bring back Trey Burton and I don't think they probably should. Travis Carey at cornerback. Look, Travis played well. Um, you need depth at that position. I think they should bring Travis back um, because, like I said, you need depth at that position. We we have no idea what's going on with, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Rock this upcoming season. If he doesn't turn the corner quickly, you may have to go to somebody else. Uh, there's always the possibility of injury like we had this season. You need somebody to turn to. I think Travis Carey would be great to bring back if you can bring him back at a reasonable amount. He only made a million last year, so like I said – Something like that, I think they should bring him back. Tavon Wilson, uh, reasonable, strong safety. I think you could kind of take him or leave him. But if it doesn't kill you, probably so. LaRaven Clark, um, I don't think so. Now, here's here's one thing I'm going to say. A lot of people are down on LaRaven Clark. I get it. I get it. Uh, I don't know about LaRaven Clark as a tackle. But I will tell you this. When he came in and played a couple of years ago as a guard. We had some injuries. When he came in and played as a guard, he actually was making some things happen. I do believe that LaRaven could be a good choice as a backup offensive lineman. If you don't have to pay him a whole lot of money. Uh, at guard, he actually looked pretty good. But, you know, I don't think we've seen anything from LaRaven that makes it, you know, makes us feel strongly one way or the other like oh if we if we lose him man you know what I mean a backup guard is not a high you know high priority thing so I wouldn't just want to commit Harry Carey if they bring LaRaven back as a backup 
player, but I would say a guard, not a tackle. You know, he, I, I just don't think left tackle is in his uh, future. Um, he just never really looked good out there. So now we're starting to get into the big ones. Xavier Rhodes, he made $3 million last year. Uh, Xavier is going to be probably one of the top candidates on the free agent market at cornerback. Now, he's 31 years old, okay, so he's no spring chicken. But I'll say this, the way he played, based on the way he played last season, I mean, he played his ass off. And I would do everything in my power to bring this guy back. Uh, A lot of people think he's going to be too expensive. But, you know, if the market, a lot of – I'm seeing seeing the market value is going to be about $7 a year for Xavier. My thing is, look, unless you got another shutdown corner that's going to be a better player than Xavier that you're going to get on the free agent market or you think you can draft him, I don't know. But, man, as, as, you know, as, as fucking unstable as we are on that other side over there with Rock, uh, I think you got to have at least one solid starter at cornerback. I think Xavier is a guy they should bring back. I think you got to open up the wallet and bring him back unless it's something ridiculous. Unless the market for him is just incredible, you know, just way uh, out of bounds. I think they should go ahead and pay him and bring him back. Malik Hooker, I don't think they should bring back. And here's why. I don't think that Malik has ever shown enough uh, to be worth really investing in again I know he's going to want to try to go somewhere and start, and there probably will be teams that might play a scheme that's a better fit for Malik, where they feel like Malik could could really shine in. That will probably want to bring him in as a starter. Uh, in terms of his potential, he should be able to be a good starter, a very good starter in the right system if he ever reaches that potential. But let's be honest. The Colts got a, fuck, a couple of fucking studs at safety right now, starting in Kari Willis, free safety with Julian Blackman. Julian Blackman is going to be much cheaper. He's durable. He's made plays. Um, he has shined and flashed in just his rookie season in a way that Malik has never done over three or four years. Um, I don't think they're going to bring Malik back, and I don't think they should. Um Let's talk about Danico Autry. Danico Autry, they absolutely should bring back. He made $6 million last year. They absolutely should bring Danico back, but I don't think they're going to be able to simply because based on his performance, I think that there are going to be other teams that are going to pay him more, offer him more, and probably some teams that will overpay him on the free agent market. So while I do think the coach should bring him back at a similar amount, I don't think they will. And a, a big reason for that is because of the next guy we're going to talk about. You know, but I'm, sk- I'm going to skip him for a second. I'm going to save the two guys for last. Let's go to Jacoby Brissett. Here's the thing. Jacoby made $15 million last year, but that was money that the Colts were paying him because they had anticipated him being a starter. Now, there ain't no fucking way he's going to make $15 million anywhere else this coming year because – He's not going to start anywhere else. I don't think there's any team that's going to bring him in as a starter. I would like to see Jacoby back on this team as the backup. I would. He's a good, solid backup. 
He is a fantastic teammate and team leader. You talk about a fucking glue guy. Jacoby Brissett is the epitome, the epitome of a glue guy, of a fantastic teammate. And a guy that I think it's undeniable he makes the team better just being on the team, being on the sidelines, um, being a leader. He's a great leader. I think he'd be a great backup to Carson Wentz, a guy who will support Carson. I'd love to see Jacoby Brissett come back as the as the backup, obviously not at that $15 million. You know, it's going to have to be a big pay cut. Now, whether he's interested in that, I don't know. He probably will be unless he gets an offer somewhere to start or somewhere where he thinks he might have a chance to start. But if they can bring him back as the primary backup, I'd love to see them bring Jacoby Brissett back. Now, I know there's some people who are like, man, just keep Eason as the backup. Look, here's the deal. The roadmap at this point going forward is for Carson Wentz to be the the franchise quarterback of this team. At this point, we don't even know if Eason can be a reliable backup. And again, we're talking about it's time now that this team is shooting to contend. If you're going to contend, you got to have a solid backup, a reliable, capable, proven backup. That's not Jacob Eason, not yet. Now, maybe we see him play in the preseason this year. He looks great. You know, maybe a year of season, another year of seasoning. You feel comfortable after this season or in a season or two, but not now. So, yeah, I'd love to see Jacoby Brissett come back. Let's look at the last two guys. Um, Justin Houston. Justin Houston. Justin Houston, 32 years old. He made $12 million last year. Now, um, we it's no secret. This team has got to have some edge rush. It's got to have some impact players at edge. We need a pass rusher. That keeps motherfuckers up at night. What uh, Rick Venturi calls an ambient player. We need one of those. We need at least one on the edge in our pass rush. Um, but fuck, every team needs that. And every team wants that, you know, more than the fat kid wants cake, right? But just wanting one badly is not what makes one pop up, right? <laughs> um, the truth of the matter is they're hard as fuck to find. Um, they're hard to find. If they're available in free agents, as a matter of fact, if they are what you're looking for, they're usually never going to be available in free agency, okay? Teams don't let them go. You pretty much have to draft them, but drafting them, usually you got to get them in the first 10 picks, right? We ain't going to have either opportunity this year, I don't think. Um, but there are some guys out there. Carl Lawson is one of them. I think we should definitely take a look at of course, J.J. Watt is available on the market now. Now, here's the thing with J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is going to choose where he wants to go. And my guess is, you heard it here first, my guess is J.J. Watt's going to the, the Packers, okay? Because I think J.J. Watt's going to look, and he's going to say, look, I'm looking for the team that gives me the best chance to go to the Super Bowl in the next two years. And if you look at all the teams available, I think the Packers give him the best chance. Some people say the Bills, but look, the 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 Bills are good. Maybe they have a shot, of, a real shot of going. But, you know, in the AFC, 
the fucking Kansas City Chiefs are still in the way. You with me? So the best opportunity in the next two years, I believe, is with the Green Bay Packers. And that's where I expect you'll see uh, J.J. Watt sign. You know, the Steelers, nope. I mean, he may do it, but that's not the best place to go. Um, The Bills or the Colts would be better options than the Steelers. The Steelers are going nowhere soon, trust me. But here's the thing. So, I mean, J.J. Watt's out there. I think Carl Lawson is a guy that we should consider. But here's the thing. We start talking about Justin Houston. Now, your 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 knee-jerk reaction might be like, nah, he's too old. He really didn't, you know, make it happen last year, didn't impact last year. But if you look at Justin Houston's stats, here's the thing. Now, stats aren't everything. What What matters is not stats, it's impact. But, you know, Justin Houston's season last year, was not bad and it and matter of fact when you compare it to the other guys that are available he's right up there he's right up there um jj watt had five sacks two forced fumbles 52 tackles 16 quarterback hits last season justin houston had eight sacks 12 quarterback hits but here's the thing jj watt played 1,013 snaps last year. Justin Houston only 608. So considering J.J. Watt played almost double the snaps, um, that's not big. Not a big difference. And they're both 32. Now, Justin Houston, he played all 16 games, 25 tackles, 8 sacks, 12 QB hits. Um, his his, His stats weren't bad last year. Here's the thing. I don't feel like he had the impact out there, the impact on the game that we're looking for. And a guy like Carl Lawson actually did have, I think, more impact. But again, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if they can make it happen for Carl Lawson. I feel like Yannick Ngokwe had more impact on the field. He and Justin Houston made the same money last year. He might be a, excuse me, he might be a possibility. This is going to be a tough one. Here's the thing: if you can't find a better player, you might have to bring Justin Houston back. Here's where having a guy like Ture show up would help. You wouldn't have to pay all that money. But the thing is, again, we don't fucking know with Ture. That's the problem. We don't know. You you feel me? We just don't know what we have there. It hasn't shown up yet. Here's the thing we know. We got to do something. We got to have some impact play from the edge rush position. So, you know what? If Justin Houston is willing to come back at a reasonable amount of money on a one-year deal, maybe two years but not a whole lot of money, like half that money, $6 million, he might not be a bad player to bring back but I but it wouldn't be my preference honestly like like we gotta find whether it's in the draft or whatever again like the problem with the draft is you don't know what you're getting because the guy's gonna be in the late first round or in the second or third I mean you know what I mean we might have to bring Justin back if he is reasonable whatever the case we gotta find somebody at that position and that brings us to the last Colts free agent to consider for 2021 last but not least I saved this guy for last because he's one of my favorite Colts players of all time and he is the toughest question and that is the one and only 
T.Y. motherfucking Hilton, a.k.a. the motherfucking ghost. T.Y., 32 years old. He made $13 million last year. Um, He's looking for his final contract. This is a tough one, and the reason it's tough is because I am emotional about T.Y. Like, I have an emotional uh, con- uh, connection to T.Y., and... and so it's it, it's hard to take those out. But I would say this, just looking at his play last season and what I believe he can bring this coming season, I think you bring T.Y. Hilton back. If you can get him for $9 million a year or less, you got to bring him back. You got to. Matter of fact, you got to bring him back. You should bring him back. And you should bring him back at, ten. I think, even $10 million it's worth it for a couple of years because the simple fact of the matter is I don't think T.Y. has really lost him. You go back and look at film from last season, he can still get deep. He still has hands. He can still come through in the clutch if he's given more opportunities. And last, you know, the way Phillip played in that system last year, he was getting that ball out fucking in a hurry. You know what I mean? He wasn't waiting for T.Y. to clear and what have you. But I think T.Y. still has it. And, you know, again, there's intangibles. There's intangibles that are that have to be considered. And T.Y. has a lot of them. He's a big play guy. And uh, he's a great mentor to your young receivers in terms of, you know, the how to be a pro as a receiver, route running, et cetera. I think you should bring him back. $10 million is a little steep, I think. But, man, $9 million or less, I think you should bring him back. Absolutely. Now, here's why this is so hard, though. I say that with one caveat, one fucking condition that has to be considered. Unless you can bring in Allen Robinson, okay? And it might, you know, it probably costs you more to do so. But Allen Robinson, I think at the point he's at, his youth, his explosive ability, he might be too good. I mean, I think he's too good to pass up if you can land him. And I don't know if you can keep him and T.Y. both. All right. Even if you if you could, I don't think I don't know if you have the space to do it because Michael Pittman Jr. is a, a budding star. I'm I'm bullish as fuck on Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's going to show people. I think he's going to be huge. He's got to play. Um, And you still got Paris Campbell. Like if Paris is healthy. He should be a big-time player for you. He's got to be on the field. So, right, between those two, you, you really only got space for one other guy to, that's going to play quite a bit that's going to start. So if you get Allen, you, you know, if you get Allen Robinson, I don't think you can pay Allen and T.Y., obviously. Then you probably got to move on from T.Y. with Hurt, but you got to do what's best for the team, unless T.Y. is willing to come back on a super sweetheart deal, right? But... Short of getting Allen Robinson, you should want they should one hundred percent bring TY back. Um three years, twenty seven million, you know, not a lot guaranteed, or maybe only the first year guaranteed. Um two years, eighteen million. That would be optimal. Yeah, I think you gotta bring TY back, like I said, and it hurts to say this. But at this point, unless you can get Allen Robinson, then I think you probably have to move on from TY because if you bring Allen Robinson in here, um, I, I think 
like I said, unless T.Y. is coming back on a super sweetheart deal where you could have T.Y. and Allen out there starting and then bring in Pittman in the slot, you know, when he's in, when you're in the slot or what have you, there we go. But I, I don't think Pittman's really a slot guy. Maybe he is. But either way, you got to get, again, you still got to get Campbell on the field. You with me? So I, I, it's tough, but that's, that's what it comes down to. If you can't get Allen Robinson, bring T.Y. back, period, end of story. Pay the man what he's worth. Unless, like I said, he, he gets some crazy offer on the free agent market and then you just can't match it and then it is what it is. But, you know, he's a ring of honor. He's a guy going in the ring of honor here soon. And um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe even the Hall of Fame down the line. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He'd be, you know, he he would clearly be borderline. But if you actually go back and look, I mean, there's other receivers in the Hall of Fame that T.Y. is actually comparable with numbers-wise. So, anyway, Blake, you wanted to know. That was your questions. And a whole lot of other people have been thinking about it, too. I know there's a lot of thoughts on this. Um, I try to come at this from the logical football-only, football, only, football uh, angle-only but you might have some other thoughts. There may be other thoughts on there on on some of these guys. I know there's going to probably be different thoughts on Justin Houston, uh, Jacoby Brissett, T.Y. Hilton, um, maybe Nico Autry. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments if you agree with me and if not, which ones you see differently. Either way, this is going to be a big fucking off season. And keep in mind that a lot of our thoughts on free agents right now could all change based on what happens with other free agents, free agents from other teams, as well as what may be happening in the draft coming up, right? So this is all still kind of, um, you know, it's still fluid. But at this point, that's the that's where I feel like we are with our free agents. Um, this is going to be a good uh, – I, I can't wait to see what you guys have to say in the comments because it's going to be some good discussion on this one. As always – I appreciate your donations, your subscribing, your shares, and your likes. I appreciate you watching and listening. Thank you very much, and I will leave you with what I leave. Uh, All the Colts players, coaches, and front office people that watch and listen, because I know some of y'all do, let's make it happen. Let's get the right free agents in here, and let's go out and win another fucking Lombardi, baby. Peace. And win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another. And win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another. And win another fucking Lombardi, baby.